0: This is the bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding. Brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding.
1: Extra skaters, baby. Yeah, extra skaters, baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. See you, Chad. Vans off the wall since 1960. motherfucking six. (laughs)
1: Drop that bitch.
0: and Donovan. I'm D. Jones. As always, I got my main man, The Ghost, with me. And we got Antoine behind the scenes. It's
1: a cool ting. Cool thing. Still, still.
0: Y'all know the deal. Action packed. Week five. Ghost, break it down for the people.
2: Another massive week in Studio E. You already know what the fuck it is. We kicking it off with the young boss, Trey Williams. Just an absolute beast on a skateboard. Didn't know anything about him really off the board. Was just a fan of his skating. So it was great to get to know him. He's what I like to call a real one. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't hold back. What you see is what you get. Just a straight up dude. Great conversation. I'm sure the people will be hyped to know more about Trey Williams after this one. Then we take in y'all straight to the post office Couple voice notes and tangs You know what I'm saying Peeps be getting frisky in the post office As per usual Me and Donald getting controversial Then it's a football Sunday man Captain Kirk rest up my king As they say these days Uh, Another banging episode What can I say?
0: Say no more man Make sure to follow us on instagram at the Bunt live subscribe to us on youtube at the Bunt live hit us up on our patreon patreon.com slash the bunt and then head over to our website thebuntlive.com every episode logged for your listening pleasure you know what's up next ghost the people are waiting for it i'm waiting for it the ghost shout out of
2: the week hey <laughs> you want a little shout out of the week i got you brought to you by the den by skaters for skaters for the undying love of skate videos, an app available for free on iPhone, iPad, Android, and even Apple TV. This week we're taking in Roger Skate Co.'s water spirit, 17 minutes of absolute joy watching these dudes on a skateboard, and I've shouted them out before, but god damn, the man david langston does it again an absolute beast on a skateboard yo whatever this man's making from skateboarding money wise quadruple it you feel me this guy should be a household name just getting busy in the streets and whatever product he gets double triple it because all his completes seem to end up in water you know what i'm saying but langston and the boys they went off love this video go peep that right now rogers skate co's water spirit you get me there's only one thing left to do and
0: that's crack one of the coldest beers on earth the only buzz the newest buzz in town beamer beer ghost where'd you have your latest
2: beamer last night i was uh (laughs) on set or sorry yesterday i was on set from i think 7 a.m till 11 p.m outside all day it was a rough one and instead of going straight to bed which is what i should have done i went straight to lloyd's on queen <laughs> <laughs> cracked three beamers with our homegirls kristen and kelly oh my just god just the perfect way to end the day ended up coming home at 2 a.m instead of eleven thirty, but It's the new buzz, you know what I'm saying? It's the only buzz. I can't can't avoid it sometimes. Long day, you just want to taste a crispy Beamer, man. So turn up, get hydrated, and uh, get a Beamer in you. Say no more. Let's get this interview popping.
0: Trey Williams
2: in the building. Let's get it. Apologies for the audio, the first 10 minutes of the interview. The audio got compressed, so it's a little funky but it's smooth sailing the rest of the way.
0: All right, we've got Trey Williams in the building. What's going on, man?
1: Shit, what's the deal, man? I'm chilling. I'm at the house right now.
0: That's what's up, man. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thank you guys for having me. Honestly, honored to be here. Of
0: course, bro. So we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment.
1: My favorite skate moment mm-hmm. would be turning pro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's probably a cliche, but yeah, for sure. My favorite sports moment, I'll be honest, I've played sports my whole life, but I never really watched sports like that.
0: That's even better. What about like a personal achievement, man?
1: My own personal achievement, play, starting point guard every team I play for.
0: Damn, alright So you got game winner story
1: for us? Nah, not me I'm gonna be honest, I'm not like a buzzer beater type dude I personally just like to break ankles
2: <laughs> I
1: never really cared about <laughs> Points, I just like really breaking ankles My favorite thing Damn. That's why I like watch highlights, I don't watch games I watch like point guard highlights and stuff Like I used to watch like AI highlights and shit As a kid mm-hmm. And just go outside and try to do stuff
2: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say your favorite sports moment Was when you beat P-Rod in the free throw battle Man
1: it's not, it's not as crazy as it sounds to do that. <laughs> so I can't make that a favorite moment because I've done it more than mm. once.
3: Oh, it's not shit, easy. Dude.
1: I'm going to give him his credit. It's not easy. It's not easy. He has He has the W's on me, but he's beatable. He's not Superman like he makes it seem. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, I got to remember that next time I'm down there because I'm still heartbroken about my loss.
1: Dude, don't let him get in your head. He's good at that. <laughs> he, he plays mind games. Paul's good at that.
2: For sure. I felt it. My my arm started wobbling <laughs> by the end of it.
1: That's why you got to pop your shit, bro. I be talking back to him, talking crazy. I like get he said. <laughs> he doesn't work, though. He doesn't get phased by it, but, you know, I try.
2: <laughs> That's what's up. So, yo, take us back to the beginning. Where would you come up, and how would you get into skating?
1: I came up in Riverside, California. So, uh it's like 30 minutes from where I'm at, about 40, 50, 40 to 50 minutes outside of L.A., I honestly got into skating on accident. I got, my dad brought me a board home, but I asked him for a tech deck. But I didn't know the name was the tech deck, so I was like a little kid, like, oh, if I got a skateboard, but I just want like a little toy.
2: Yeah.
1: And he came home with a real board. Hell yeah. He came home with the real board, so I just kind of started fucking around on that, and then that became what it was. I just became, got into skating, because I was playing basketball before that, and like I was a diehard hooper, but probably like my second year of skating when it was over, with, I was just immersed into that.
2: Bro, yeah, Damn. same here. I feel that that backstory. How old were you? I was ten. Okay, sick. Breaking ankles to rolling ankles, man. That's the story of my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, man. I'm honestly coming off a road ankle right now. Fuck. Oh. Fuck. Right now, it's been two two months, going on like two and a half months. Right now, I just started skating this Monday for the first
2: time. So it was a bad one. Yeah, that sucks. Bad. Have you ever? Wondered or like not? Re- I don't want to say regretted because you're doing great in skateboarding. But have you ever wondered what would have happened if you just stuck the ball?
1: Nah, because I knew I knew the reason why it wouldn't have worked out. Because my height, I'm only five eleven, mm. and like even being that was a blessing. Because my dad's five and I knew he was short when I was a little kid. So like I had this shit
0: planned out, eh?
1: <laughs> Literally, I knew when they were like, oh. Basketball players are six plus. I'm looking at myself like I'm five, four. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, so cool. your dad blessed it though with the epic coincidence, man. Bringing home the board.
1: He did. He did. He pulled. He pulled through for me because had he not did mm-hmm. that, it's crazy to think like I. I can't say if I would have ever just picked it up on my own. You know, I don't know. So. hmm Because I was like the first person where I'm asking, like in my apartments and stuff.
2: Right that's what's up shout out to pops man you could have just been one of those struggling ass basketball players who's was too short just false hopes <laughs> and dreams
1: Sick, false hopes <laughs> and dreams school day ibs school stressed the hell out trying to pass classes Nah, i wasn't worth it this lifestyle is a lot better more fitting for me yeah.
0: <laughs> hell You're yeah living now sure. so what was your first big break in the skate industry
1: my first big break Honestly, it would probably be like my Tamiyado show part, nice to rapper toy machine, mm-hmm. and I think that that part gave me the most like spotlight. Like that's like what attracted people to me, got me out there the most. I would say that was like my big break, in my opinion.
2: For sure, that shit was crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, speaking of that era, that's when I first saw you. First saw that part, I was like, damn, who the hell is this kid? I already on point, kind of came out of nowhere. Had never heard of you before. I just still remember just watching that part. I think on on a laptop at the time, and uh, but then but then like I was like, damn, this guy's got hella skill, and I was excited to see what was gonna come next. How was that era for you? Because it kind of seemed like you were in limbo. Like I don't know if they, you were actually on or you're just on flow. But what was that Tom Yeto era like for you?
1: The era for me, like. It's a, it's it was a dope era because that, like, just being around those people at the time was really sick because a lot of them were like my favorite skaters to be around and that also helped push me to kind of be where I'm at today. So it was a great time, but I was only flow, mm-hmm. and after a while, that time did get kind of tricky because I was just sitting in limbo, you know. Yeah, just a lot of back and forth talks and hearing things might work, things might not work. And just kind of not having a certainty or, like, knowing what the plan was going to be was hard. But I love that company. So I was really die hard for it. I was in, rocking it out for a long time. And then I just had to realize it wasn't really going anywhere.
0: That's tough. Do you have any stories or memories of your time writing for Tom Yetto of uh, Ed Templeton, the legend?
1: The, yeah, the one story I have of Ed, like, I met him. We were filming some edit at the Vulcan Park and uh he like came, posted like a picture of me, and he put like some crazy ass caption. <laughs> I can't remember I wh- I can't remember exactly what it was, but I just remember it was a crazy ass caption. But I was just so hyped that he like took the picture and was down for me, I didn't even care. I let rock, like alright, fuck it.
3: It
0: was
1: sick. And it's dope he's though. like he's he really gets cool. a pass
0: with everything cause it's Ed eh?
1: well you yeah, know it was never really like it wasn't like him slandering me or nothing it was just kinda crazy I was like oof like I would like I don't know <laughs> I felt kinda crazy <laughs> but it's Ed so I'm down he's like
2: we finally have a black person skating a toy machine board
1: I'm not gonna lie to you I thought for a while that was gonna be my ticket in <laughs> 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 oh, like they don't have no oh, black dudes bro I'm like they don't got no black people Marquise he almost did it I'm like they don't got it so maybe I could be that dude
2: oh my god I was just joking but shit bro, that's,
1: that's you're joking that's something people
2: talk about I know well something of course yeah. that's been noticed over the years <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you about to do me a service <laughs>
1: it's all good it was all in love with them for real like that whole time was lit I wouldn't even be the skater am today if I didn't
2: go through that too bro yeah you got your Gnar blade real sharp over there
1: for real they had me skating rails every week like not had me but it was tight cause I like to do
2: that yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. do you know why it didn't work out or was there any like was there a breakup before the before primitive came into the picture or like how did it end what was the what was going on behind the scenes with that
1: um I had heard some shit. I had heard speculations as to why I didn't get on, but that's neither here nor there. It's not even something I want to, like, super get into. Yeah. Because I, I don't even want to, like, spread a rumor. That's not true. Right. But mm-hmm. Ultimately, for me, the breaking point was after the Pig video came out. Because that was, like, I had just heard, like, oh, like, this is going to be, like, your welcome part, you know? Like, there was just so much talks of, like, me getting on the team at that point, And then... It was kind of weird because the whole video, mind you, like, I'm flow. Me and the homie were flow me and my friend Braxton. The video was centered around
3: us, yet, like, neither one of us got introduced or anything. Mm-hmm.
1: So it was kind of, like, weird to me. And then I was like, all right, whatever. Because for me, at that time, I felt like I put out, like, that, I really put my heart and soul into that part. Like, there's some of the, for me, like, I did some of the earliest tricks at the time for me, you know, that I was really proud of. And, like, even when I didn't get on, I didn't really take it to heart. Like, I was just, all right, whatever, like, it's not my time, you know. I'm really good at being patient and being like, all right, understanding. And then just talking to a lot of my older friends who I looked up to, they just remember them telling me. I remember my friend Braxton just kind of telling me, like, he's like, you're not about to get on. He's like, you need to do something else. He's like, you're not going to get on. He's like, think about, what, like, you just had a part and did all that you could do. Like, what else could you possibly do to at least get on steam?
2: team? Mm-hmm. It's just like.
1: That's kinda what I sat there and thought about it and I was like, honestly, that's true. I'm like if they really wanted to put me on, I personally feel like I've proved myself enough. And I feel like that's a shitty thing to say. But it's just like like you guys have told me this, you know, like there's other people on the team telling me like I should be getting on the team. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was just mm-hmm. so confusing for me and then Um over time I just kinda I just quit. Like I remember I wanted to get back on Spitfire because I was on Spitfire before Pig and I never really, like, wanted to leave Spitfire, Mm -hmm. but Pig and Toy Machine, I guess you could say, yeah, Combo, like, it kind of seemed like, that's how the Pig video part came about, you know? It made it seem like they had more planned for me, in a way. And then when I sat and thought about it, I was like, nothing's changed. I just put out a
3: whole Mm -hmm. part, and I was like, I'm gonna just ride for a company that, like,
1: my heart was set on, just Spitfire, so I kind of died. When I quit Pig, I just quit Toy Machine too. Right. It's not going
2: nowhere. I remember when that Pig video dropped. I was like, "Damn, this fool's still going fucking ham as fuck," and then it was (laughs) still like nothing happened. It was weird. So
1: yeah, people still comment on videos like, "I've been rocking with you since Toy Machine days," or like, "I wish you did that on Toy Machine." All this stuff, and I'm like, "Yeah, I, I appreciate that, but ultimately, I'm glad." As crazy as that sounds,
0: like, no no shade to them, but I'm personally
1: happy it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. It's all, like,
0: for real. As fans of yours from those early days, we were happy to see P-Rod come to the rescue. What's the story behind that, and where was your head at in the whole phase between board sponsors?
1: My head, kind of, like, all over the place. It was kind of all over the place mm-hmm. just because, like, nothing. To, all my eggs were in... The toy machine basket pretty much like i didn't really see that not working out in my mind i didn't think that wasn't going to work out so when it didn't it kind of made me have to shift to seeing like what else like i just didn't know what would be next and i was getting bored from deluxe for a little bit and i wanted to see where that would go but that even that wasn't promised you know because i wasn't even under the official flow roster i just had a homie there who was hooking me up and then In between that time I had a part coming out for the next new wave and Rob and I would always share our clips together. And so I remember one day we were sharing our video parts and he, I'm thinking he's gonna just watch it on his phone. And then I get a screenshot of it on a TV. And I'm like, and at the time he lived with Spanish Mike. So it was him, Spanish Mike, Diego, and I guess Paul were watching my footage. And then he was just like, yeah, Paul said, why aren't you on the team? <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> Well, if he's saying that I can't tell him no, you know? And uh shortly after that, yeah, Spanish started hooking me up with boards. Quit my job and I was riding for primitive. It was a day trend turned pro actually. Oh sick. Which is pretty crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I remember I went to Trent's Pro party that night.
0: Damn. So what was the job you were working at the time? <laughs>
1: I was building patio like patios or some shit. I didn't really know what I was doing. They just threw me in there I was mm-hmm. had like the electric saw I was sawing beams and <laughs> shit Had sparks flying into my arm I, I hated it bro Hated it so much yeah. Quit
0: Dude power tools are actually Such a fucking trip When they give them to you To work with the first time Yeah they are like what the fuck is this This is like hella dangerous Especially a saw
1: Yeah I, don't, I was really tripping Cause there was like no training They just put me with a guy Who knew some stuff But even he wasn't really training <laughs> He just told me like do this And that was it yeah, And I mean I figured it out But I just knew I was like There's just no way I'm gonna last here There's no way <laughs>
0: <laughs> So how'd you end up
1: quitting? That day um, Like right after lunch Spanish ended up calling me Cause they never Like even after the stuff with Rob there wasn't like Oh yeah you're getting boards that day You know There were still people mm-hmm. They had to talk to And see like if people were down I think they had to speak with Heath Probably still And I remember Spanish called me and he was like, yo, he was like, uh, we want to give you boards tomorrow. Come come out and hang out with this like for Trent's party. And I'm like, all right, bet. So after work, I went up to our manager and I was like, hey, can I come in an hour early so I can leave an hour early? Um, my grandma has a doctor's appointment. And he was just like, no. And I was like, all right, well, if I don't come in tomorrow, I quit. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, all right, sign your little sheet. So I just <laughs> I signed this sheet and never came back. Never said Nothing
2: fuck man to think there's probably dudes still over there just fucking hating that shit for sure you had to pull shoot man someone's <laughs> got to do it of course it. man <laughs> i had to
1: actually plan
0: dude there's some sort of like beauty in quitting a job you know like taking the power back from the fucking shitty manager or shitty boss so
1: <laughs> i think that's the first job i ever like quit like that because i'm not gonna lie most of my other jobs i've just been fired from because they're always little warehouse jobs <laughs> that I just don't care about. So it's like, they'll try to, mm-hmm. oh, coming on a weekend, not coming. I'm going filming. Or I've had homies hit me up to yeah. skate and I leave. Like, all oh, right, bet. I'm out of here. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, when yeah. I get fired, I never really trip. But this one, I actually quit. It was nice to be like, yeah, if I don't come back, I quit. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: He was looking at me crazy.
2: That's epic. Uh, nah, man. You, you had some more pressing serious life goals yeah waiting for, sure. for you on the other side man but that's crazy but like you, you didn't know if there was going to be a check or anything it was just like yo they're going to give me boards like fuck it i'm going all in
1: to be honest with you in my mind i had already made it my mind to where i was like if this doesn't work i was gonna quit but there was no way it wasn't gonna work yeah so i like in my head i was like i'm gonna get a check out of this for sure and i did <laughs> shortly after that's so beast
2: like what do you mean you were gonna quit like trying to pursue skating
1: yeah i was gonna just be a regular dude to be (laughs) honest like (laughs) oh shit i i mean like you Uh, know we're adults so of course i still think financially and like i want to be able to provide for myself so i understood that like i like i've already wasted so many years here you know for one company i don't have that many more years because there's also a doorway you know like there's a point where companies are like oh you're too old they don't care how good you are you're too old yeah you know so Mm -hmm. i was like i had a few years of my prime wasted really you know so even like when i had my meeting with heath i kind of expressed that to him i was like look i was like i don't even want to ride for y'all if you're gonna waste my time like if you have nothing planned for me i'm not even gonna do it but and he didn't come to me like yeah we got stuff planned but he pretty much told me like that's entirely up to you
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like that's all i need to hear i'm like if it's up to me then i'm gonna make it happen
2: boom that's so g that's uh that's sick that you were you were both transparent with each other that's good
1: yeah I, I really respect that about Heath. he's real transparent and i'm i'm a person who's like that myself so it it was perfect like it was good chemistry it worked out i don't have no regrets about it
2: love that man love that yeah so now you're on primitive everything's as it should be pants got a little baggier the tricks got a little more tech but you still got that gnar blade real sharp you know what i'm saying tell us about the evolution of your kits over the years the classic hesh to fresh
1: the funny thing is i was always fresh no one ever got to see it because none of the people i (laughs) skated with i went to school with so like if you know me from high school like you actually know that my head shit was just my skate clothes like that's me not trying to ruin nice clothes or nice fits but if I was popping out at a party or something I'm always putting on fly clothes but then (laughs) it just kind of got to a point like riding for Primitive it's like that's regular over there you know and then it's Mm -hmm. like when that becomes regular you start to feel dusty you know what I'm saying and I remember like talking with Kev And Kev, even Kev was like, used to be dusty. And I was like, I know, bro. <laughs> like, looking back at it, like, even, like, my primitive welcome, like, I was still dusty in that. I was trying to figure it out. And then um, my first trip to Europe, I went over there to Paris. And I ran into, like, seeing, I seen Haytor at a spot. And he was just baggied out. And I'm like, that actually looks sick that looks hard you know and then as I was mm-hmm. skating through Europe I see more people like that with the polar pants and stuff I'm like this is actually fly and not many people back home are dressing like this and mm-hmm. one thing I like or one thing that like even though I was hesh that's kind of like not annoying but like when I wrote for Toy Machine we all look the same you know mm-hmm. and I feel like even on that I feel like that that can be a hindrance in itself like if you look like everybody else you're just gonna get lumped into that bunch but like back here like not too many people at the time like when i first seen it were like on the baggies yet out here so when i came back i was like i'm gonna just do that. that's hard i'm gonna do that like that's fly and then it was like i also wouldn't have to like have two different styles anymore i could just dress how i dress when i'm going out and straight
2: mm-hmm. so uh that's funny samaria told me that you were you were the freshest kid she knew back in the day she said you used uh-oh. to change your outfit like three <laughs> times a day Being like yeah i'll
1: change like <laughs> three to five even when we were what little kids fuck? dead ass I'll t- and i would take showers after every for every change too like we play tag i'm getting dirty i'll be right back i'll go in the house and shower
2: <laughs> hey, you know there's droughts in california you're out here taking five <laughs> showers It's <to take laughs> part of it man uh, not
1: anymore not anymore i lowered it to two a morning and a night one you know this is like That's this epic. is baby tray this is when i really you're didn't responsible
0: understand
1: responsible now <laughs> i just don't like to stink at all I don't like bad fragrances, like I just love good fragrances and I hate body odors so that's why I would shower so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stay fresh, man. Hell yeah, bro! How did the polar pants have such like um an influence on skateboarding, man?
1: Bro, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know because it was like I I seen them. And I'm like, oh, these look cool. I honestly just like the little fat dude in the pocket. I thought that was cool. Like, it's a yeah, little thing. that's things. how you can spot them from yeah. a mile away, right? Yeah, it's always, like, small details that really catch my eye. That's what makes me like stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it just, right, I don't have no idea. It's just the pant now. Like, everybody wears them. Yeah. Like, if you don't.
0: And every sponsor is just cool with everybody having poor pants. It's kind of crazy.
1: I don't even think they're cool. I think they just have to accept it. <laughs> To be honest I know <laughs> Don't fight it yo. That or they're not Cutting checks For the niggas Who are wearing them Because <laughs> I know if you're Getting a check They're not about to be like Yeah go throw those on You know
0: Yeah They'll yeah. probably
1: tell you better put on these Dickies for These <laughs> or something You know If you're gonna Ride for Vulc- us
0: I'm still cutting checks yeah.
1: Volkms Yeah I have no idea What they do over there <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Probably though <laughs> Doesn't talk. like Who rides for them doesn't Colin Provost arrive for him and stuff?
0: Probably. No clue. Who knows? They used to have a pant that was epic back in the day, too, man. I remember those ones. Yeah, so speaking of kits, are there any sponsors you don't have right now that you're trying to get down with? Like, what would be the, the cherry on top, icing on the cake sponsor for you, man?
1: Stan Socks, because I love putting on new socks every day. It's the best feeling. Well, it
0: makes sense <laughs> now with the four to five showers. You need to keep... Be doing a whole lot of laundry over there, man. I'm not gonna box of
2: socks. I'm sure everyone's done it At least once there's no worse feeling only usually happens if you're on like a trip or something Where you take a shower and you realize you're out of socks and you put the same socks back on That's one of the oh. most disgusting
1: feelings. I'm gonna be honest with you That's never happened to me on a trip because I always pack you might
2: have to go to the store barefoot I
1: have like rip socks on a trip and I had to go pick up some more Or like, cause I'm out. Mm -hmm. But I always, when I pack, I honestly always bring extra. Like I bring extra for every day, like an extra pair of socks, Mm -hmm. extra pair of underwear, cause you just never know what will happen. So
2: yeah, no, I feel (laughs) I I definitely go od with that too. With way too many socks and underwear, for sure. Just cause that's happened to me a couple times over the years, and it's one of the worst feelings, man. Putting on some sweaty, skated socks back on your feet after you just took in
1: a shower. Yeah no that is like We passed that now That's crazy yeah. Like when I was at When I was a Grom No cap Like I was even on skate trips Like when I was like a young Grom Like on like little homie skate trips You know but Yeah That happened But That's like rare bro Like even when I did that I went and got some I was like I can't do this so I had to go get some socks Like <laughs> I can't I'm not good at roughing it I'm really not a rough it Kind of guy Like I'm sorry <laughs> I'm not good at that
2: Well you're on the right yeah. team now <laughs> y'all fucking fancy <laughs> ass that's a so right.
1: fact i'm not gonna yeah. lie it hit a little different when i came over here they, they had me on some different stuff i was like wow
2: yeah a perfect skate fucking skate park like best one of the best skate parks ever just training facility for all y'all must be nice
1: that is like the coolest part to me because it's like i've been in there till four in the morning you know. And it's like, no one's kicking me out. Like I could just skate all day, all night. I was so happy when he showed us that park. I couldn't even believe it, like that he made that. And he didn't tell none of us till it was done.
2: That's so sick. That's
1: wicked. That's so dope.
2: So Primitive surprised you with the pro board at a spot, I think, where it looked like you were about to skate a rail. Yeah. Were you able to calm down after the shock and actually get a clip? How was the rest of that day?
1: I did calm down, but I did not get the clip I was trying, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I didn't even care because I just turned pro, so I was <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I'll double yeah, back. Yeah, it's and, hard to be,
0: be upset. Yeah,
1: I wasn't even bummed. And my homies got clips, so I was hyped still. Like, the homies did, like, some fire stuff. so And I was still skating the rail with them. It was cool. It was a dope day. That day was really tight. More people. Like, well, I didn't expect it. So I was kind of shocked, like, seeing, like, the homies pull up. Like there was more people there than I expected, you know. hmm. That day was great. I had no complaints. I didn't get a clip, but I was happy as hell.
2: <laughs> but yeah, they could have waited for you to land the trick, but then you could also have a Zach Wallen experience, where I think they had to go back to Wallenberg a few times with his boards, like ready yeah. for him to <laughs> land it. <laughs> yeah, you don't know nah, want that. No, yeah.
1: I feel like the reason Primitive did it is because they wanted me to, uh, like, get a clip on the board that day. You know,
2: right? Yeah, because
1: I showed That'd they I, we had just pulled up, we hadn't even skated yet, and then I was just politicking with the homies. I didn't even see like I said what's up to Taylor, but I didn't even notice he wasn't in the group of like us at the rail. Like I didn't notice until I looked down, looked up, and he's handing me boards, and I was like, what the hell? But <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why I almost walked away from him when I looked at him. I like in the video, I kind of stepped back because I was yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck? And then I, I was like, oh, like I realized it's for me. You know, it scared me. I was overwhelmed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, fuck. That's sick though. The rest of the day was dope. <laughs> yeah. What's the rest of the day looking like?
1: What did we do? We skated that rail, and I think I just kicked it with the homies all day. And then my girlfriend, at the time she didn't live with me yet, so she was like flying in and out. So I just kind of came home with her and like told her what happened. I was just, I don't know. I just was shocked. I just hung out with my friends all day. I didn't really do anything crazy. I just kicked it with the bros Mm -hmm. and soaked it all in. We just kind of were just chilling, looking at the board.
2: That's what's up, man.
1: (laughs) We went to go eat after, too. Went to go eat after. I love pizza, so I went to biology.
2: Hell yeah. (laughs) What were you trying on the rail?
1: Switch hill front board. Damn. That was sick. That rail was, like, close for that. I ended up, like, kicking it on one of the tries. That shit hurt my ankle, so I was like, fuck this. Oh,
2: yeah. That's that'll happen on that trick
1: but that's one of my favorite rails though like even just escape for fun
2: that thing looks like fucking ass the rail itself looks good (laughs) but i have i i can't handle cracks and like fucked up run up you Mm -hmm. can even see in the clip you guys are putting tape down and shit like that's immediate no-no for me
1: i'm not even mad at that because i feel you bro like i'm not i'm not even gonna front i don't like cracks either like, I don't like it at all I just I don't think there's many people out there who prefer cracks so. Nah, but I know some people who don't care
2: Yeah, exactly There's people that's just like, whatever
1: I can't tell you how many times I've been at spots I'm not even gonna lie And I'll let someone else hop on the rail just cause there's a crack And I'm like, alright bro, if y'all think this shit's not gonna do nothing I'm gonna let you find out first And then <laughs> once they do it once they once i see this really works i'm like all right cool i'll hop on too like i'm a skate. but i'm not about to. you're never gonna see me be the first one hopping on the rail if there's a crack if there's a crazy crack in front you know
0: you're not the stunt double never no <laughs> never can you take us behind the scenes on the session of your alu back big over your ender mm-hmm. over the rail and your ender and define
1: man that was like six sessions and Damn. Bro, it was just a battle. That was like the worst mental battle I think I've ever had in skating. Like I'll be honest, that's like the only trick where I really was like I might cry, you know? Because I'm not like one to cry over tricks at all. Like if I don't get a trick, I'll be pissed for sure. But I'm not gonna shed a tear. That's insane to me. But like this <laughs> one was, this one was like so stressful because I knew how much weight that it held, you know, and what was going on as far as like filming for Define
3: mm-hmm.
1: that. Every time I would go back, I would kinda go almost like just discouraged because I'm like, fuck, like I have to do it today, you know? And I would try probably for a cup like an hour and a half, couple hours, just jumping down over and over to my body, couldn't do it. And then the day that I actually finally got it, I remember I got there, set up a new board. That's another thing, I went through so many boards at that spot. That's a fuck <laughs> that spot, dude. Like so I set up a new board and I'm trying the big spin and I got like a crazy ass chip and then I'm like damn it all right I keep trying it and then I start thinking to myself because my girlfriend would always ask me like did you get your trick today and I'll I'll be like oh nah, not today you know and I just played in my head and I was just thinking to me telling her nah like I couldn't do it you know and I kind of told her why but I was like that's an excuse and I was like how are you sitting here saying that and you haven't fully tried because I haven't stuck any yet you know like right. I haven't stuck any it's like you haven't stuck it to say you really tried and then I remember I ended up having to switch my board and that thought ran through my mind and then literally that one I did Damn. like that one I landed it and even when I landed I remember I landed it and it was kind of like I felt like everything went black like I blanked out because I don't remember seeing anything I just remember landing and hearing my wheels sliding and then like mm-hmm. when I, I I felt my hand about to touch the ground I just didn't let it touch and then when I got up i was rolling away and i remember being like fuck because like it's actually done like i'm done (laughs)
2: okay yeah i couldn't tell if it was like you were pissed because i'm like yo it looks so steez how you kind of did a baby power slide yeah like you could tell like it was a battle from your face was so like angry almost like
1: i was pissed a little bit i'm not gonna lie i was pissed because that wasn't how i pictured landing it
2: yeah no i feel you yeah when you when you put that much into a trick you're picturing it a perfect way and the perfect sensation but it it turned out so sick even with the little skid Mm -hmm.
1: it made me like it more yeah after i thought about it like sat and looked at i was like, okay it's actually cool
2: yeah fuck trying that again
1: (laughs) (laughs) i have not been back there since
2: (laughs) no point did you know it was gonna be your last trick like going into it
1: uh i don't know honestly yeah kind of I kind of did I didn't really do it Thinking like this is the last trick I kind of was just doing it And then Where I was at Like where we were Kind of at We were just in the crunch time Of the video To where it was like Yeah this will be the one You know <laughs> Cause I hadn't done anything else That I That I personally could think of Was an ender Yeah But I'm hyped with how that came out Like
2: No that was good That definitely felt like an ender
1: I didn't know if people I didn't know if people Would be okay with it being an ender. That's what, that was why I was, that's the only thing I was worried about.
2: Nah, dude. Well, I mean, you're talking to someone who can't, could barely back big spins. So that trick doesn't even make sense to me. So it's an ender in my head. I don't know if Eric Ellington thinks it's an ender, but I'm sure (laughs) he does too. (laughs) I'll
0: take it. I'm sure. I'm sure Eric's down with it, man.
2: Can you take us behind the scenes on, on one more, the uh, double set wall ride that you did, Uh. I think was your new balance. Intro ad.
1: Yeah, that was a crazy one because that hey, well New Balance hit me up like a week. That was like on a Saturday. New Balance hit me up that Tuesday. I want to say like Chad hit me like that same week and was like, hey, we want to give you a New Balance ad. So off rip, I was hyped, you know, because like they had the mm-hmm. meeting with me about getting on and whatnot. So I'd already been like juiced up, and then to finally get a welcome ad, I was like, yeah, of something like when you need it, you know. He's like, we need it this weekend. And I was like, ooh, shit. All right. <laughs> so I was just trying to rack my brain about tricks. And I remember trying that wall ride a long time ago. But truth be told, I'd never done a wall ride where I had to ollie out like that. Like a full on mm-hmm. like ollie and ollie out. Like i wall ridged stuff, but the wall ended. So I kind of like lift out. But yeah. I just remember trying that. I'm like, okay, this could be a sick photo. But the day that I did it, I remember it was raining that morning. And... Samaria's brother, that's also my best friend, he was coming into town and I hadn't seen him in years. So I remember hitting up Chad, like, hey, is it cool if I just skate the, the spot tomorrow? Cause it's raining. I was like, and my friend's in town, so I just want to see him. And Chad, you know, he was just straight up. He's like, you know, if you don't, if you don't get this ad today, then we're not sure when, we, when you'll get another one. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll be at the spot, pull up to the spot. And it was still kind of wet, but they, I guess they had been drying the spot off a bit so I set up a new board and just got into it and I was trying it forever like literally forever and everyone's at the bottom just watching and then I don't know how long it was but once I stuck one I stuck every single one leading up to the landing like I stuck it and I broke my board and then I remember I had to switch to my old board that I put on stuck it cracked that one like the tail but just kept trying it, trying it and then i just got the one i landed and i remember like even like when i rolled away i got rolled into the little like soft kiddie pool ground and i remember Mm -hmm. just trying i was like please don't fall off please don't fall off just (laughs) just stay on you know and when i made it like out from under the slide and seen everybody i was like wow i did it that was probably my favorite trick i've ever filmed
2: that's a lot of pressure that's that's epic Mm -hmm.
1: It was so much pressure because I did not think anyone was going to be there. I thought it was going to be like me, a filmer, Samaria, because she like drove me. But the whole like half the damn team was there. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) 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 I really have to do this shit today.
0: Oh, shit. Well, it worked out, man. It did. Hell yeah. Have you ever been stuck in an elevator? Sometimes that could last seconds minutes hours days weeks even months well maybe not months or weeks or days but eventually those doors will open and the hand will reach in and help you out and that helping hand is chpo brand the worldwide leader in sunglasses and watches chpo brand always doing it for the people So we heard the legend J.P. Souza may have played a little prank on you, man. What's the story there?
1: <laughs> yeah, man, he got me. J.P.'s a prankster, <laughs> for sure. And my first New Balance session, I remember they invited me to come out because a lot of team members were flying in. Because back then, New Bounds used to have, like, team sessions every weekend. And so Chad wanted me to come out to get to meet everybody, hop in the van and go skate. So me if you've been on a trip with me i'm a very sleepy dude i like <laughs> to sleep i'm sleeping at spots i'm sleeping in the van and i fell asleep in the van and he was sitting behind me and i had my hands clasped together like i'm praying so this is why this doesn't make any more sense to me i'm sleep with my head leaning on the seat in front of me <laughs> i'm in the middle row and he's in the row behind me i fell asleep i wake up at the spot i look at my nails and they're painted red (laughs) and i honestly i i don't like you know people paint their nails i have no problem with that but like i'm just not one of those people and then i also really hate red nail polish of all colors like i hate (laughs) red nail polish you know like it's not really it's like my least favorite color and he painted them shitty like i had paint on my skin so that's what had me fucked up even more I'm like you didn't even paint my shit nice bro Like you just painted them raggedy You got my nails looking all fucked up People are gonna think I'm on some other stuff And so I woke up And I was like what the fuck And I was just looking at everybody in the van But this is my first time Meeting everybody And I also don't want to jeopardize I get on the team So in my head I'm tripping For sure I'm tripping in my head But I'm like you know what You just gotta take this one to the chin bro Cause this is your first trip And I just remember looking I looked at JP and he had a smirk, and I'm like, he had a smirk, but I didn't think nothing of it. I'm like, all right, fuck it. And then like some time goes by, and someone else falls asleep in the van, and I start smelling nail polish, and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? So I look behind him and I see him paint someone else's nails. And I was like, you're the one who got me. And he just started laughing, and he painted probably like a few of our nails in the van. He just kept getting people. And I'm like, why does he have nail polish with him in the first place? <laughs> yeah,
2: seriously, this that's made what I was gonna no ask. sense. <laughs> Uh, uh,
1: he got me. He got so me good.
2: If he did this, if That's he did awesome, it now man. that you're comfortable with, with everyone, he would have caught a slap to the face or what? You just couldn't. You couldn't do anything. You couldn't retaliate nah. at the time.
1: <laughs> nah, I wouldn't slap JP. I love JP. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I would have to like.
0: You gotta get him back. Yeah,
1: I'll get him back for sure. Like, I'll probably take his hat off or something. <laughs> oh, I'll get him back for sure. I didn't think Carlos Ruffles Fed is enough to know how to do something. Yeah. I'm going to get him, though.
2: He's trying to keep the bald head fucking under wraps, eh?
1: You just got to brace, it, embrace it and rock it out.
2: <laughs> you got to come home, man.
1: Yeah, throw the oil on it. Let it shine. <laughs> Fuck it.
0: Just or go it. Carlos Boozer, man. Just paint the shit on. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. <laughs> hey, if you want to hear that bad, you have to do
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> There's ways now, man. Oh, shit. <clears throat> um, so, yo, now... I mean, I feel like it's been a a little while you've been established on Primitive New Balance doing your thing. You're you're now you're more of a vet on the team. Uh does, do you ever feel any sort of pressure riding for big brands like that that are always adding new guys and you know, you got one of the goats of all time as as the big boss over there.
1: I think when I'm around the team in a whole setting, there's like a little pressure, but it's not as much so, like, I think it's weird. Like, when I turned pro and I started seeing everybody, I, I before I was pro, I just always felt like the little bro on the team, you know? Mm-hmm. Even if I am, like, around the same age as them, I, I just felt like the little bro. But now, so when I see them, it feels normal. Like, I feel more so like I've kind of, like, work, earned the respect where I'm on their level. But So I don't feel as much pressure, but I always do feel a little pressure because I look up to them so much, you know? Mm-hmm. And they all are so good. But, yeah, nah, I don't feel too much pressure anymore. It's just like the homies. Like, they're all really the homies now, which I love that. Like, they're really friends, you know? So I don't feel it as much.
2: That's good. A healthy amount of pressure to stay on your toes, but you're comfortable. That's good. So you and Samaria came up
0: skating together. Can you tell us a bit about your guys' journey and both eventually getting the pro nod and then becoming teammates on New Balance?
1: Yeah, we grew up skating back in riverside and um it's it's cool to see where mari's at now for me because like i feel like out of all of us like we all wanted to turn pro like we all said that her brother too like we all talked about oh being pro skaters um but like in high school mari was really hooping like varsity on the varsity team for our high school and stuff she like it almost seemed like she didn't have the time to skate or like she just wasn't really focused on it, and then I remember going to a contest with her. Or we went to like the Supergirl Jam in Simi Valley, and she won. And then like it took off like the I'll say the skating in a way it took off later for her than me. Like I was already flow for companies, but when it took off for her, it just took off. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool mm-hmm. because we had like none of these same sponsors at all, like nothing. You know, there was never any hope of us going on trips because we didn't have any of the same sponsors and when we both ended up on New Balance it was really cool it felt like everything just came full circle because like when we were kids you know her parents were taking us to the contest you know right. her mom and dad yeah. her dad would take us to like Venice to skate and film and um then when we became teenagers Mari's driving us around cause she had her license first so it's just cool to see where things came up or ended for us I'm very happy
2: no, that's awesome man
1: and like It's crazy bro Because where we come from No one No one has like Even Been able to do Half the stuff We've been able to do Or see you know So it's just tight To be able to Mm -hmm. do it For them In a way
2: And together Yeah It's amazing Exactly
1: That's the That's what makes it the best Because like We come literally From the same place So to be able to do it What we said we do together Like I think that's my Greatest achievement And blessing In this To have a friend Like her with me
2: That's so fucking sick man That's what's up Hell yeah Can you tell us the story of how you got your cat
1: my cat i bought him on a whim like i woke up literally like four months ago it was raining and a lot of my homies have cats like my homie tyson he's really a cat daddy bro has like three cats his roommate got two cats (laughs) he's posted up with his cats all the time and then my other good friend john he just got a little cat so i woke up one day and my girlfriend and i we had already talked about getting a cat we've been speaking on it but yeah, I just woke up one day. I was like, "Damn, I'm bored. I'm about to get a cat." And I like posted in my close friends, and I was like, "These niggas think I'm kidding. I'm not though." So I literally went online, started looking at the shelters and stuff. And I really wanted a mancoon cat. I love mancoons; they're sick. So my girl and I, we went to. We found a cat we, that I liked, but I wasn't able to get him till tomorrow. And because I was doing all this off spur of the moment, I was like, I need to do it today, otherwise I'm not gonna do it. Like I'm a lag.
2: Yeah. And
1: I just won't have a cat for who knows when. So then she was like, Let's just go to the shelter. So we went and I walked in the shelter and my cat was just looking at us insane. Like he looked evil. <laughs> but he was just staring at us and I was like, Damn, he looks kinda sick. Like he looks like the sickest out of everybody in here. So then I walked up to the thing and he was just staring at me. Crazy. And then I was like, "Yeah, let me see him. Like, I want to, I want to talk to him. Like, visit him." <laughs> yeah. So I went to the back, to, and he was just super sweet, like playful, grabbing my hands, trying to play with us and shit. I'm like, "Okay, he's sick." And just took him. It was quick,
2: light, quick light hit. work. That's <laughs> what. What'd you name him?
1: Loki.
0: Loki. Sick. Like,
1: like Thor's brother. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was, I feel like villains have sicker names, you know. For sure I feel like most of the time Villain's names are sicker So I was like Trying to think of a good name And I'm like Fuck I'm just calling him Loki That seems tight
2: I like him in the movies But I couldn't get into the show I tried to watch it
1: Yeah <laughs> He's he's valid in the movies But I kind of knew when, I feel like when most things Turn to TV shows It's a dub Yeah Yeah Like movie wise mm-hmm.
0: So what's the story With you and the Jack in the box worker
1: Oh my god Who told you this <laughs> <laughs> Julian, man so there's a jack in the box down the street from my house and i'm a really mellow dude i don't be tripping on nothing really you know it's like common sense stuff that irritates me
3: mm-hmm. so
1: i pull up and i'm a very plain eater i'm a picky eater i hate it but i can't help it so i eat my burgers plain just meat and bread it's like simple you know and <laughs> i ordered a burger ordered the burger I'm I'm real nice hey how's it going order my food pulled up to the window and I get the burgers wrong and I was like oh excuse me like you know my burgers wrong can I have it with no cheese or no I spun back around sort of way. so So I, I I pulled out I check it spin back around to the to the drive-thru I tell him like hey I just came to the drive-thru you guys messed up with my order I asked for a plain hamburger and then he just started arguing with me about it and I'm like i I asked him I'm like why the fuck are you arguing with me nigga like <laughs> i was like bro i just want a simple plain burger i was like i don't even know why you're arguing with me when i or i know what i ordered you know what i mean
3: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like at the end of the day bro i paid for it so you should just remake the burger i'm not even saying nothing crazy he just started talking to me kind of crazy so i had to press him <laughs> I had to press him in the drive-thru, and I told him, I was like, all right, bro, I'm about to spin around real quick. I pulled up to the drive-thru, checked him, got my food. And then I came back, and every time I come back now, he knows my voice because when I come back, he just has a funky face. His face, is just fucked up. (laughs) And I just want to ask him, like, and I even smile at him. Like, I smile at him, I try to be nice, and I think that he just will never let me go that I pressed him, and I have to check him. But it's like you know i had you came at me crazy so i had to let you know what it was and if you're not trying you know it is what it is but i never go there anymore i just let it go (laughs) i'm not going there anymore bro okay i don't even like it enough for that
2: i'm on your side on that story but a burger with just meat sounds so disgusting what the fuck? you don't get ketchup nothing lettuce mustard like nothing
1: you see how you said my burger sounds disgusting?
2: Yeah. All that you sound shit like you him.
1: just All that shit you just named makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> all of it.
0: That's probably, you're having the same conversation you had with the jack-in-the-box worker, man. Maybe he was just trying yeah. to spice
1: up the burger. But he put cheese burger, on but... it. He threw cheese on it. Like, Not even cheese?
2: Damn.
1: No, bro. Oh. I don't. I just like my burgers plain, dry, I throw fries on it. Simple. <laughs> I don't. I don't want no soggy ass burger. That's the thing that kills me. At that me. point, like, you might as
2: well just eat the meat. What's the bread doing for you?
1: <laughs> a lot, bro. The bread adds flavor. If you're just eating patties, you're tripping. <laughs> like, I'm gonna keep it a buck. If I catch you just eating a burger patty, you're tweaking. But a little I, nice I guarantee you, brioche bun or something, you know, it's oh good. Oh my
2: god, I guarantee you, less people. Like people that eat it your way is the minority
1: hundred percent hundred percent we are just a patty is I doubt that yeah you saying just a patty no, I have
2: it I have it with everything. I have a bun, I get lettuce, tomato, onion, uh ketchup, and mustard, but fucking, if I was gonna choose between just a bun and a patty, I'm just having just a patty all day.
1: You put the works on your shit.
2: We're also we're older than you, man. So you look like you're fucking in shape. Like if we eat too many patties or sorry buns, we get fat real quick, dog.
1: I mean that. I feel that, but <laughs> bro, you talking about all the stuff you named on a burger? That's like a nightmare to me. <laughs> like like I'm I'm serious. I can't. I was just in the airport like last year going on a trip. And we had a layover in Paris. And I was so bummed because I, I knew my burger was going to be fucked. Like, I knew it. I couldn't explain to her how I wanted it. And when they brought it to me with the works, bro, just everything. on, I just sat there and looked at it. I just sat back and looked at it. And I was like, <laughs> damn.
0: It was devastated, eh? I was oh, sick.
1: I was so hungry. I was so hungry. I was like, I'm, I'm just going to starve. OK, what about Dude, pizza I like then? it all
0: all the ways, man. Yeah. Just a patty, a plain burger, burger with the works. You name it, bro. It's all you like food. it all?
1: I wish I, I could I'll be like them. you. I wish I could be like my that girl. Shit. We actually, I, my
0: little family, we went for burgers last night. My son will just get cheese and ketchup. Okay. Smacking. I'll eat that. My girl eats it like yours, just bun and patty, See, nothing what the on the
1: fuck? it. Fuck. Throw the fries nothing. on it. If you throw the fries on it, it's gonna it, it spices it <laughs> and up. And then I, I have one that still works. So I, I feel you, man. My girlfriend's the same. She'll eat hers with everything on it. I'll be looking at her crazy too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how do you how do you eat your pizza then? Because now I'm like, are you one of those people that gets no cheese, just tomato no, sauce? No, like no, our friend no, Tom? No, no,
1: that's that's fruit. You said no cheese and just tomato sauce.
2: Yeah, our friend that's Tom. Pizza, though. That's, that's a lunchable. Thing. That's <laughs> a lunchable <laughs> at that point.
1: Be eating big lunchables. No, you said he like. You're a big pizza guy. You said I am a big pizza guy, but I like extra pepperoni and bacon. That's my pizza. Mm. But okay. you get
2: cheese on there
1: yeah yeah i i eat cheese on certain things but my my disdain with cheese for one is like food in general i'm a big texture person textures mess me up a lot they throw me off so Mm. with cheese one i just personally like like i don't like melted cheese like the smell of it and i realize i really like mozzarella cheese i can handle that because i like pizza so that doesn't bother me and then i like like queso fresco cheese on like tacos Mm. apparent here and there I could deal with that, but it's like cheese on a burger is not happening, bro.
2: Okay, so it's you're not happened, you're not bro. having burrata you're not having no. like, fucking.
1: I don't know what that is. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know what
0: that is. That's that real <laughs> fancy Italian cheese, dude. It's as
1: good as it gets.
2: Yeah, you're sorry. not fucking with octopus shit like that.
1: <laughs> I've had calamari. I'm not eating no octopus. Well, that's
2: that's far. Same family. Calamari it's, good, not, bad. it's yeah. not bad. Not mm-hmm. bad. Okay, well we
1: could talk food
2: all day, but. What's next for Trey Williams, man? What do you got up your sleeve?
1: What I got up my sleeve? A new part. That's what I want to be next. I'm trying Sick. to just focus on healing my ankle. This week's my first week skating, so every, every day is starting to feel stronger and better. So honestly, my goal is I'm praying that by October or at least late September, I'll be fully cleared to skate like 100%. Mm-hmm. You
2: know
1: what I'm saying? I could sharpen the blade for you guys yeah and go crazy i'm trying to i'm trying to like see if i could drop a part you know by the end of the year just like a little quick part mm-hmm. see if i could do it hell yeah that's what i want personally that's my goal
2: for who and then for is primitive uh, doing a video or new bounce or are you just trying to do nah, it on nobody's
1: doing i'm on my own nice freelance like i mean they could put it out if they want to like put it on their platforms or something like run it i'm down mm-hmm. for that but it's not i'm not asking them to do anything i'm just doing what i want to do which is film a part,
2: for the love baby let's go yeah
1: that's all i got planned really that and then just <sighs> travel i want to go on some trips it's been a while love it yo
2: yo yo it's rapid fire with the ghost and this week we're brought to you by real skateboards real just released ashad's newest pro deck and t combo the on Lock series. It's out now in an 838 shape and at skate shops everywhere, including Prestige, Time Machine, and Venue. You already know that Ashad has it dialed in like a locksmith, but if you need a reminder, do yourself a favor and go watch the new re-edit he dropped on his YouTube channel, 5 Minutes of Footy on One Trip. Damn, getting clips at a rate we could only dream about here at The Bunt come on now a wear and real skateboards roll forever y'all <laughs> all right trey you know what time it is a little rapid fire with the ghost you feel me a little quick question quick answer you get let's me get it right. let's get it favorite skater
1: eye shot
2: favorite video define yeah Sick. favorite video part
1: cyrus bennett's new huff part i watched that part three times in a row
2: favorite style
1: shoddy shot
2: which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate
1: i shot it right now for sure yeah
2: most talented skateboarder on planet earth
1: probably utah right now or naija
2: favorite trick
1: front crooks
2: regular or nollie Nolly. <laughs> uh, nolly. <laughs> <laughs> ah let's go had to get that detail in there
1: I like Nolly more for sure.
2: Hardest trick for you?
1: Switch big flips. <laughs> oh, that shit's uncomfortable.
2: Actually, yeah, I was going to say, I watched all your footage again today and uh, I didn't see a switch tray in there, man. So I'm going to need a switch tray in your next part, even if it's man. just on flat.
1: <sighs> I need one too. I filmed a line <laughs> recently with a switch tray and I just threw it on the gram. Okay. But I need one in the part.
2: Okay, yeah, tight send me that i want to peep that i want to see got how you. your switch trays are looking got you most illegal trick
1: uh that hospital flip shit. i don't even know what that is but that type of stuff <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that goofy shit. favorite clip you've ever gotten
1: probably wally five i think like wally 180 fakie five or some shit on that hubba mm,
2: second last trick it. in define yeah 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 that was that was fucking dope
1: I learned that there.
2: Sick. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed?
1: Probably the session at Merlin's with Miles and Carlos. That's the one coming to my head right now. Just both their tricks. Switchback spin, switchback lip. Regular. Crazy
2: on that rail. So sick. Yeah, I didn't realize you were there until I saw... I was watching some shit and you lip slide it with Carlos. Did you get a yes, clip sir. that day?
1: No. I don't know why. I don't think that was the same day, though. Because we went twice. The first day we went... That wasn't the same day because the day that they did that... I I was injured, so I just came just to kick it. I mean, I couldn't skate, but I wanted oh, to come so see that shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: But the first day, of the day you see me skating with Carlos, we went there just to skate it for fun, to like mm. find out if they wanted to skate it. So we just filmed like iPhone stuff that day and then left.
2: <laughs> Must be nice, just front feebling yeah. like whatever that is. Just this <laughs> as a tester.
1: <laughs> it was a good session. That was my first time skating a big rail in a while.
2: That's when Carlos was like, "I need pig tray." <laughs>
1: Yeah, He literally texted me and told me that He's he's told me on numerous occasions So I'm about to give him what he wants When I can skate again for real Hell yeah I'm going to give him what he wants I'm going to get on these big ass rails
2: What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed?
1: JP can be a bunter sometimes for sure (laughs) I'm not going to hold him I'm not going to hold him sometimes But for the most part He'll come through But yeah I him (laughs) But JP for sure I'm going to say him I'm sorry JP
2: hell yeah what's the last new trick you learned
1: nollie hill front feeble
2: as if that trick just got mentioned right after jp
1: oh shit i actually forgot about him he does those too yeah damn he inspired and jp homage he's like one of the first people to do it right
2: yeah like on the handrail i think he's the first Mm -hmm. one to do it back in the day
1: yeah okay well shout out jp again
2: (laughs) dream job after skating Cutting beams?
1: Nah. Something that, like, I would work with fruit. I don't want to work for fruit roll ups, but I would be down to just get an unlimited (laughs) amount of fruit roll ups or something. Like, something that would just get me a fruit roll up, like, lifetime supply. Wow. And enough money to survive. (laughs) But I don't have to, but I don't want to have to, like, but I don't want to have to work. I don't want to have to work, though. So it's like, (laughs) oh, shit. I guess dream job after skating probably be like a team manager or some shit just so i could stay in skating
2: bro you i, I mean you're still young but if we ask you that question again in a few years you got to have a, a better thought answer that's your homework <laughs> after
1: this <laughs> uh, but yeah, i haven't gave it much thought because i mean yeah. for me it's just cracking off so i'm not no, thinking for about sure, what's coming for sure. after right like right this minute. but
2: it, it's never too soon to start thinking about that
1: no that's a fact that is a honest fact
2: you got fucking p-rod in your life so that's someone who you should pick his brain because you already know that fool's got like a hundred things lined up all right
1: let me give you i'll give you a serious question truth be told if i honestly got like after skating i would probably want to do something that has to do with like fashion if i'm not in the skate industry i would sure. want to do something that has to do with like fashion whether it be like probably not modeling because i'll be old but like something in that realm you know
0: Mm-hmm. for
1: sure would be cool
0: that's a better dream.
1: I love clothes, I love clothes, but I love fruit roll-ups too, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I will for sure, I will for sure, I will for sure.
2: One option actually has a lot of different careers in it and, you know, some challenges and use your brain, and the other is just like you become obese and eat fruit (laughs) roll-ups.
1: I never said I'd stop working out. (laughs) I never said I was gonna stop being active. I just want to be able to get a fruit roll up when I want to roll up. You feel me? Oh, but nah. So much
3: to
2: ask. <laughs> yeah.
1: nah. But with fashion, I could get fruit roll up, so I'll take that. Like exactly. I can eat it too. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> that should have been your dream sponsor earlier. Fruit roll up and stance. You heard well, the man. Well, because you were talking
1: about clothes. If you would have said anything, a hundred percent, I've been said that's a dream sponsor. Oh, okay. Okay thought we were talking about bro, for sure like i don't even fruit like fruit, but
0: they always get stuck in your teeth and shit man that ain't even like an elite candy or snack
1: look g <laughs> <laughs> fruit roll ups now they do no, it, it ain't, they do get stuck in your teeth that's the thing it's not necessarily like a candy so it's not like as bad as candy i would say but it's still bad <laughs> but like i don't know i keep little floss sticks in my whip so i'm never tripping and i have a toothbrush in the car there you go so I'm prepared, man.
2: <laughs> favorite local brand.
1: My favorite local brand.
2: Yeah, if like you have any homies they, that have like. Can a, it a brand? Brand? Like, yeah, can, yeah, yeah. can it be a homie brand? Like, yeah, guess what? Can be
1: a homie brand. Doesn't have to be like local yeah. for real. Because my homie DJ in New York, La Studios, he makes fire clothes.
2: Hell yeah, so,
1: he's hard. So I say his stuff because I, yeah, that's my favorite local thing. The homie DJ La
2: Favorite local skater.
1: Probably Julian Restrepo. His style is beautiful. And I don't think the world knows about him like they should.
2: Did he have a couple of guest tricks in one of your parts? I
1: always try to give him guest tricks in my part. Always. I would give him a guest trick in my turning pro part if I could. Like,
2: Yeah. But did he have those two clips in Encore, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I just noticed that today. Steezy. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for?
1: I rode for Supra for a little bit. I don't really regret it But it was kind of A pointless time in my life If I'm being honest (laughs) True I really only did it Because Forrest wrote for him too He was my favorite skater At the time
2: Hell yeah Shout out Forrest Favorite teammate ever Mari. Yeah If you didn't say her I was going to call you out
1: I'm going to call Come (laughs) on That's my heart That's my heart right there
2: Worst teammate ever
1: The worst teammate For me is Rob Because he and I together Are the worst people together Because we are both two people who take forever to get ready. We take 30 minute showers each. (laughs) Like we're yeah, him and I together, we are that's him. He's the worst. We I've missed flights with this nigga. (laughs) Yeah, nah. Rob
2: Robert Neal.
1: But he's also one of my favorites. Yeah.
2: Worst company.
1: Any like Barracks board sponsor to be (laughs) honest. I'm gonna just keep it a buck. (laughs)
2: Oh shit Any of them bro Oh
1: shit No shade to them though I feel bad saying that But like yeah nah
2: Worst trend
1: Probably the Right now like the front side The switch front side flips Like through the legs Like to me I think is the only person I'm giving a pass with that But I think that That's probably like a bad trend Or just the way people Are like starting to do like like dinky tricks you know like yeah that switch fronts i feel probably my worst trend right now though
2: yeah i got one other person who gets a pass mr kyle wilson him and haytor yeah but that's a
1: gangland like that they're connected (laughs) kyle's so sick like you can't even (laughs) they get passes together that's equal i have to give it to kyle too because he's exactly
2: exactly worst style
1: Oh, my God. Ugh. Jeff won song. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Fuck.
2: Jeff. Catching oh, another stream.
1: <laughs> and I know he's probably going to watch this, like, or, like, I, I feel like he'll probably. It, he do- don't
0: care, man. He got the thickest skin in the league now.
1: I hope so, man. I wish him well, but I'm just not a fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> of oh, the skating, like, the skating, you know. As a person, he seems like a nice dude, but. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Jeff.
2: It is what it is, man. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I, said,
1: I,
0: I wish him well.
1: <laughs> no, for sure. Like <laughs> I don't wish no ill will on him or nothing. Oh shit.
2: Trey, last but not least, we're at the finish line here, man. Last person <laughs> you want on the sesh.
1: The last person I want the sesh? Yeah. True story? <laughs> that gifted hater dude. Oh shit. Um, just because I don't like that he hates on people so frequently. So it's like, I don't like mm-hmm. that he has so much to say about people he doesn't know. And he's just, he said a lot of shit about my brother Rob. So I know I don't want him nowhere near me.
0: Damn. Fair. Like that. Fair enough, man.
1: It's not even like I don't like him, but I just don't want his energy around me. Mm-hmm. Like that simple.
2: Fair yeah. enough, man. Real shit. Keeping it a buck all day. Trey Williams in the house. Man had to
0: love that shit <laughs> all right trey unfortunately that's a wrap on the interview man that was a good time bro appreciate you
1: hey man thank you guys for having me it's been fun chopping it up with y'all
2: hell yeah g bro that that name is a sick name too by the way that could have been a sick you could have been an nba legend if you were, had a few more inches though
1: <laughs> hey man if i did i would have tried it i would have tried it yeah. but i'm glad the name works no matter where i go
2: yeah and uh we're hyped we hyped you picked up a skateboard shout out to pops big fans of yours and keep doing your thing man
1: thank you i'm a big fan of you guys too i appreciate you guys having me on here
2: hell yeah we so. gotta get you up to the bunt jam next summer hey so we can whip you on the court
1: don't set yourself up for failure bro <laughs> hey just don't hey, do that whoa. take it easy yeah.
0: <laughs> we can't wait i'll tell you that much we i can't
1: wait too i can't wait i'm all for it i'm gonna have to Take the shoes out the closet real quick and get the jumper going.
2: (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Hell yeah, Trey. Thank you.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you,
2: guys.
0: You've got mail. Welcome back to the post office ain't nothing left to do but get into these emails who we got up first let's see
2: let's see we got an email from dave s season 18 of the bunt what's good y'all got me dying listening to this week's post office question where the guy asks where to go in toronto for a date and you guys spend seven minutes listing everywhere that stocks beamer beer with that in mind what's the story behind beamer is it a Saifa and donald collab Forgive me if it's been explained before, I'm still listening to all the episodes. Any good stories or unexpected trials with its development? Give the people some behind-the-scenes deets. Any chance it makes it out to Winnipeg or elsewhere in Canada at some point? That post office question, we definitely got chirped a few times for that answer, but you know what I'm saying? When you start a new venture, you gotta give it all the shine you can, you know what I'm saying? 100%
0: I'd do it again to be honest with you man If you guys want to know But Beamer Beer Is yeah it's me Saifa and a couple of our homies Morgan Smith And our buddy 6 year old Me and Saifa talked about Starting a beer brand for a long long time Worked with Steam Whistle forever Obviously The relationship just kind of ran its course And with the start of The Bunt Jam 2 years ago we figured no better time than now to get it cracking because what's better than a bunt jam for a release party so a lot of planning a lot of work launched it at this year's bunt
2: jam and been going ever since yeah uh, rewind that other episode back if you need to find out where it's at in toronto spreading all over the damn place you know what i'm saying flooding the streets winnipeg hopefully I mean, it's literally just four skaters that started it. We're learning on the fly. It's been really fun. But that said, I think we're still a ways away from crossing uh, provincial borders. But shit, man, Uh, sky's the limit. We're all motivated and we're all trying to do this thing right. But uh, it might just take a little while for us to get over to Winnipeg. Hopefully one day soon. Or you could come to
0: the bunt jam and there will be plenty of beamers there, man. Oh, for sure. All right, next up, we've got a voice note from Jamal Jones titled Back in the Post Office, if y'all will allow me. Let's take a listen and find out.
2: What a bunt! It's your man, Jay Jones, and here's my
1: question. What is your favorite odd couple when it comes to skateboarding? As in, what two people hang out that you kind of scratch your head about? How did
2: they get to hanging out together? For me, it's Herman Steen and Alyssa Steamer. Saw them hanging out in his Welcome the Thunder Trucks part, and I was like, odd couple of all skateboarding? Who you got? Thank you.
0: That's a nice little question there, Jamal. Kept it nice and concise, short. It's the way Saifo likes it. I don't know if they're an odd couple per se, but P-Rod and Spanish, man, they got the best energy together. It's always laughs. They seem to get along just fucking great. That's my favorite
2: odd couple in skateboarding. That's a good one. Um, Herman and Alyssa Doesn't seem random to me at all though They're like Deluxe gang You know what I'm saying
0: But they're just a rant. It is I I think it's Really fucking random He's like Euro She's not They're like different Age groups Definitely a random connection From the outside looking in anyways
2: Uh, I don't know That never That one didn't strike me as random Like San Francisco tings, deluxe tings. Anyways, um, a random one. Oh, I loved uh, classic shout out to each other was the uh, Stevie Williams, Dustin Dolan in Baker 3 moment <laughs> where uh, Stevie shouts out Dustin and tells him to keep his motherfucking head up or whatever. That's, that's just some classic... Baker edit hijinks type shit, but always love that one All right, next up we got another voice note Let's take a listen to Corey Hirsch
1: What up bunt just sitting here on a beautiful Saturday in Atlanta Shout out Falcons. They are the sleeper team this year um, Anyways It's your number seven Bijan Robinson jerseys now before they sell out. So two part question, favorite trick. First part, what trick just came easy to you? You don't even try. It's just like your trick. Like you're almost like known for that trick. It's like didn't even try to learn it. It's just, oh, shit, this is how it works. And then your most satisfying trick, your actual favorite, the one that's your favorite to land. So what's up? Much love. Love the pod. Keep it
2: rolling, baby. Peace. Great question.
0: Didn't need the motorcycle
2: in the background, but yes, great question. <laughs> For me, it's probably both are the same, and it's probably not a surprising answer to anyone, but Switch tray. I just remember learning that one because Andrew Gordon did it on me in skate when we were hella young. I'd never tried one in my life, and then I popped it and like almost landed it first try. I was like, oh shit. So I just learned it that day, learned Nolly trays, and have had them since. And it's always just been one of those tricks that's supposed to be hard, but it's, it uh, at least on flat ground these days, It's it was always a little easier than I thought because I couldn't, I, I, I struggle to tray flip, but switch trays don't take nearly as much effort. And it's also one of the most satisfying tricks.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Fuck, I don't know if anybody knows me for any trick in particular. That's for sure. I'd say a trick that I learned that was easier than I thought it was going to end up being is a fakie shove switch Manny, The shove just kind of goes right into the manual. And then most rewarding trick, one that feels the best. Fuck. Maybe back 180, fakie 5-0, back to regs. When done properly, that one feels real good. and Ride right away with some speed.
2: I'll say that. Mm. Never done that one. Challenge. I'm going to try and learn it this winter. Look out on the bun story. All right, That's you do, do that, with, and baby. I'm going
0: to fucking lock down these switch trays once and for all, man. All right, next up, we've got email from Hans Schmidt. Dear Bunters, I am writing from across the pond as a big fan of your podcast. As a true Gen X millennial, I only found out very late about the show, but when I did, I was pretty much binge listening through all the episodes. Big up for bringing the skaters closer to our homes. That is a huge service for our community. You deserve a lot of credit, burgers, beers, and boxes for that. One thing I noticed was that you guys are always bringing up age. I do that all the time, too, and sometimes feel kind of kooky about it, as deep down I am afraid my skating is declining. It is true that the great skating days are becoming less over time, but on the other hand, I just landed my first proper kickflip back tail after turning 40. Long story short, I wanted to tell you to stop whining, start doing yoga regularly, and accept your fate as a slowly dying creature that can do incredible things on a wooden toy with four wheels. The second point is directed to Saifa. After Chris Paul was traded to the Warriors, I was looking forward to hearing you acknowledge it on the show, knowing how big your disdain for CB3 is. Are you bandwagon hopping somewhere else now, or are you hoping for an early career-ending injury? Maybe a sucker punch from Draymond would help. Anyways, look forward to your next episode and wishing you all the best, Hans. Just address
2: the uh, Chris Paul thing real quick. Forgot to mention that just because, dude, there's so much movement in the NBA that fucking can't even keep up. Like week one, I'm like, oh yeah, fucking dames on the bucks now. Oh yeah, Beals fucking injured already on Phoenix. Like can't keep track of where these mans end up. But I'm still rooting for um, the Warriors all day, every day. Love me some Steph and Clay, and I just gotta accept that Chris Paul's there. This one wasn't as—he's at the end of his career. It wasn't as devastating as like uh, LeBron going to the Lakers or anything like that. No, no sucker punch from Dre. Dre needed, I mean Dayday. Day. Uh, congrats on your kickflip backtail after turning 40. That's beast, inspirational. And uh, yeah, we do talk about age a lot, but fuck. It's, uh, what do you want us to do? Not acknowledge that we're getting older and slowing down. We're obviously still skating, trying to film a video over here, motivated. Uh, but the reality is it's just, it's harder. And sorry if that uh, annoys you that we voice that once in a while, but it is what it is. All right. Next up, we got an email from Parker Leo. What's up, bunholes? Parker from St. Petersburg here. After watching Tampa AM, I noticed that there is a serious dress code in skateboarding and if you don't follow it, you'll never hear the end of it. Yes, it's 100 degrees in Florida, I don't want to sweat my balls off in some ugly oversized pants to fit dress code. I can't go to the skate park without someone worrying about my shorts when they need to focus on their own skating. I feel like I'm going to a private school throwing an acceptable outfit together just to hit the skate park. Do you think we will ever see a change from the current dress code, a.k.a. two large jeans, Nike blazers, and a bronze shirt? Oh, man,
0: Parker, of course we're going to see a change. Clearly, this just comes and goes. Everything comes and goes. Baggy jeans, big shirts. I think it's like actually cropped shirts right now. Everything comes and goes, man. Just wear whatever the fuck you want. Who gives a shit man if you like the big jeans and big shorts go on do it if you don't man ain't nobody forcing you bro it seems like you're kind of battling with it yourself here a little bit you kind of want to do it so
2: it's up to you man yeah i'm kind of confused because there's so many different styles and i don't know what kind of kooks are giving you a hard time if you're not wearing like a regular fit for these days but Like just watch skate videos, watch one skate video from every five years and the clothes be changing all the time. Mm -hmm. So just try not to let that shit bother you. Do your thing, whatever's comfortable. Absolutely.
0: All right. Next up, we've got an email from Andreas Risby. Yo, Donovan and Saifa, so hyped to see the Bunt logo reappearing in my podcast feed. I smell the barns burning all over the place. I hope you can enlighten me on a matter that has got me a bit perplexed. So on rapid fire, I feel like for a good minute now, the number one answer given when asked about worst style or worst trend is caution hands. And you both seem to know exactly what they're talking about. But when I think caution hands, the skaters that come to mind with sort of wavy arms like John Cardiel or Nick Passerio, but obviously they both have really sick styles. I just don't see a lot of people being unaesthetically cautious with their hands, I guess, so I don't quite get it. Can you break it down for me and maybe name some repeat offenders and thus release me from this state of perpetual confusion, please? Best, Andreas Risby from Copenhagen. P.S. My nomination for your best stories episode, Women and Children First, easily the greatest story ever recorded. (laughs) Classic. Very classic yeah you're you're not wrong it's definitely not john cordial or nick basario it's more of like um it's an added flair with your arms Fuck, i don't like the names that come to mind immediately are like people we're kind of friends with who do the caution arms i don't like mean this in a bad way at all but like dustin henry does it quite a bit if you watch dustin henry skate he's kind of got his like hands out like like he might fall or something might be coming when it's not going to happen <laughs>
2: that is just the first like the first one for me yeah dustin remember i think he referred to himself when we in- interviewed him as like a a skate surfer or something street surfer like he 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 be keeping it wavy um you know who does it who I mean, he came on the pod, and we're big fans of. It's not like egregious, or uh, for all I know, he said he doesn't like caution hands, but he does. Uh, Miles Silvis does a little like, like that light-footed. Like he'll land something and then do like a little skid after, like, mm-hmm. but like su- super delicate styles. Um, yeah, Chris Milk does it too.
0: Formerly known as Mango, he does it like.
2: yeah Yeah, it's not it's not always the worst thing but um there's just also like sometimes you see like like a, a kid doing it and you could tell they're like looking up to someone and it just doesn't look right like it's just a weird little forced like after thing sometimes where it's like yo you're just doing a little power slide like you don't have to act like it's some crazy balancing feat or you, your hands need to be up in case you might slam. And never mention cardio when it comes to caution. Jesus hands. Christ. Or our boy Basario. What the hell? I mean, Nick probably needs caution hands when he's trying switch smiths because them shits look pathetic. <laughs> Did we ever post those attempts he sent you? I think no, we need we to post those, man. Bro, we're, oh. We need to get a switch smith out of him, man. <laughs> Real shit. All right. We got a quick. And Straight to the point one from Dan Marsh here Quick one boys Salad grinds on a ledge Legal or illegal? Cheers It's, a, it's not even a trick On a ledge Is it? I've actually seen a few recently I'm gonna go with uh, Illegal for the most part I saw a cool one I, I don't mind when the people do it And 180 out in the middle Like, oh, yeah. uh,
0: But it's like a 50. Like back five out.
2: Yeah, I've seen like the cool, like back salad on a ledge, 180 out in the middle. And just saw our homie from Montreal, JP. He did front salad, back 180 out in the middle on a ledge. That looked pretty cool. But yeah, if you're just doing like a front salad on a ledge, they're actually fun. Like I've done them even recently just because they're like stupid. But, um, they feel kind of cool. But, yeah, I'm not, not trying to throw that in the video part. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, I think it's illegal as well. I mean, we saw that front salad spin around to switch crooks, which is kind of dope. You like that one.
2: That's a better question. Yeah. Was that illegal? No, that one was tight, yeah, because we hate five zero to switch crook, but he went front five zero on the curve ledge into switch crook half cab. Hmm. one fluid motion that one got a pass for sure that one was really cool
0: all right next up we got an email from ted Yo yosefa and Donald. what's good big fan of the show and got a couple questions that i feel like i haven't heard yet first question what is it like to have a question read out on the show okay thanks that was confusing Second question I don't know shit about American sports But I'm sure this concept translates In football, soccer to you guys There's often teams that have produced Lots of young talent That have gone on to bigger clubs Like Southampton, Brighton, and Leicester Also, I know you boys going to struggle pronouncing those I think I did pretty good, man My- Leicester, is that it? Yeah
2: Or is it Leicester? No, nah, it's got to be
0: Leicester, man My question is, what relatively small skateboard companies have produced a lot of young talent that moved on to bigger things? I barely knew about H Street, and the more I listened to the pod, it seems a lot of legends got flowed product from them before they got snapped up by bigger companies. Sorry for the long email, Ghost. P.S. What happened to the bunt vid? I would go to great financial lengths to see it happen. We might need your financial lengths. Actually, so if you're serious about that, you know, send us on a filming trip, man. But the bunt video yeah. is in the fucking works, man. We got slowed down by the pandemic and all that bullshit. But we back on road these days. Me and the ghost, I mean the ghost always is a little bit more traveling than me, but we we're on the road, we're working, we're in the field, we got the boys in the field. The bunt video coming soon. It's happening, man. I'm telling you. You want to tell them when, Ghost?
2: Bunt Jam 2025. Book your plane tickets now. It's going down. Massive premiere. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but uh, we're giving ourselves like a year and a half to get this video done. Woo! I can't wait. Let's stack these clips and uh Shit. Head and man, great financial lengths. I don't know how great you're willing to go, but That's what I'm saying. if you want to send us two to five k to sponsor a Puerto Rico filming trip this winter, <laughs> i do up. There. <laughs> yeah, you could even pull up too man. <laughs> <laughs> Just get yourself a separate Airbnb because we've never met you. Yeah, but yeah,
0: smaller company that has flowed a lot of talent through onto bigger companies.
2: Hmm a tough one i got one all right let's hear I, got, it. I gotta say mine before you think of it and say it because i don't want to think of any other ones i'm gonna go with probably the craziest example of a farm team cr- that created bear superstars city stars man holy shit yeah. the young city stars gang was so stacked just to name a few p rod and mikey taylor um and then i think they were both still on when trans world and bloom came out and then next thing you know, fucking P-Rod's on Girl and Mikey. Where did he go again? Alien? Or was there Alien? something in between?
0: Maybe. What was that fucking company that was working oh, with Oh, he was Alien. on Seek. Seek,
2: yeah. That's the one. Epic. Was there nothing else? I feel like. Anyways, who else, man? They had fucking so many young studs on that team. But- Roger Mancha boss the biggest boss fucking legend yeah that's a good one city stars just in case but yo i feel like the biggest example of that we don't know the names but like every city and skate scene has like a local board company or something or whatever the little local thing is usually boards where like you'll get that like hometown hero but then if they're going to the next level they're they're gonna bounce real quick Re- as yo, common as it comes.
0: Red Star, you know, lots of talent falling through Red Star.
2: Yeah, but none of us went anywhere. It was actually that. the <laughs> retirement. Was, it was the opposite. That was the that last was the stop, retirement. Ha <laughs> 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 wow. that's good. That's a, You're gonna shoot shots like that, yo. Red Star gang, bunch of old all, Canadian Dono washed we'll up, him.
0: just fucking Reuniting for one last road trip to Kitchener. Oh. Oh. oh, holy, but yo, don't worry, we'll do a signing at West 49 and then we'll hit the park. And then, yo, you guys can sleep I, in the backyard.
2: <laughs> I can't believe the blasphemy. This is blasphemy. Oh, this is shit. madness. Don't kill me, yo. Yo, you're the one killing Red Star Gang. Shout out Cody, Grant, all my dogs back now trep chad fucking tyler man we had great times man fuck fuck the haters aka D jones you got a board too you got a board man i mean yo honestly you were gonna go if, if pro gonna for red star. red star yeah no 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 it's cool because uh you really did a big uh with um bevy skateboard so let's uh you'll be coming out a couple people there
0: man you'll be coming out a
2: couple people there that's cool what were you the tm like a tm slash rider you had shares the whole bit no what was that, that shit there that shit, that shit really popped off.
0: you're lucky i left or else we wouldn't be here together <laughs> <laughs> did it for you dude did that shit for you oh.
2: Can we leave that in there?
0: Man, we, can la- we can laugh about this shit now, man. It's fucking eight years ago. If you can't laugh at yourself, you shouldn't be <laughs> laughing at others, you know? That's a good saying. I'm going to teach my son that.
2: Oh. So I he just came up with a legendary saying. It's like just a couple words switched out from the actual saying. <laughs> <laughs> are going to start a book man? of Donald's quotes? Yeah, I like Donald that. the Philosopher. That's my shit. <laughs> All right, next up, we got an email from Michael Riley. Yo, I think Donovan could easily get 15 rushing yards. <laughs> He's like a mix of Ray Rice, Henry Ruggs, and Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> what the... F- <laughs> my uncle told me last week if he could go back in time, he would change the course of bunt history by forcing Donald to pursue his football career... He would rush for over 2,000 yards in his first season, then get suspended for two seasons for getting a DUI and hitting a school bus. Holy fuck, man. (laughs) Then come back and (laughs) rush for over 2,000 yards again. Dono and Brady could have been legendary, man. Wow. Okay. It's all fucking jokes, right? It's
0: all funny. But listen to this.
2: Bro, hold on. He's like complimenting you and then coming at you like every other sentence. I'm literally...
0: Like a mix of Ray Rice, Henry Ruggs, and Aaron Hernandez. I'd be more like Aaron Hernandez in the game only. Um, This is when you get the 14 yards, man. You ready? Let's hear it. You watch Monday Night Football, Bills, Tampa Bay. End of the game, Tampa Bay is... They're going to have to eventually throw for a fucking Hail Mary... That was Thursday last night, by the way. Thursday. I got got my days mixed. Thursday night football. As they're marching down the field, you know, for some reason he's hitting Mike Evans for seven yards and he's stepping out of bounds. Another seven yards stepping out of bounds. Like those are the yards I could eat up, man. The quick in and out. Honestly, could even pull off one of those Dalton Kincaid catches in my prime. A little old now. But in my twenties, it could have been possible, man. I just think like you can make a catch and take a hit. Well,
2: actually, I can't actually make a catch considering what I did in the baseball game. But yeah, I can't. Look who's talking! This guy just fucking <laughs> dot, like ducked out of the way of a fly ball. Like, can't even handle your own moment, your big moment. Bro, any baseball player
0: knows that sometimes the shit gets lost in the lights, man. Just how it is. Whatever you say. Well, ask a baseball player. Anybody out there play baseball? Ever lose a pop fly in the lights? That shit happens, man. Happens to the best of us, bro. Ever Are you seen Safa in baseball? No, I mean like happens to anybody in the even the best or the worst of times. But in in funner news or uh, in better news, whatever the word is. You ever seen Safa try to run to first base?
2: Don't hold your breath. Take a while. (laughs) Oh have you ever seen Donald's stressed out face when he's running the first (laughs) base? Because we got evidence of that too. This guy had the most fucking suspect first base runs. Both times your balls were like questionable if they were foul balls or I can't remember what the other one was.
0: How's it a foul ball if it lands on the line? You guys are just fucking begging the refs. Obviously, you knew you were going to lose to Rowan's team because we had some home field advantage. You guys were fucking doing anything you could. Slowed the game down to four innings with Jesse Alba on the mound. Could have had at least five or six.
2: Yeah, come on. Team captain Jesse. Uh, I mean, Boosh was blowing it big time. <laughs> but with that extra inning, we could have had the upset win, but you know that shit was rigged anyways, so there's no way around the eventual outcome.
0: All right. Last question of the week coming in from Christian Von During. Name is Christian. Big fan of the show. Got a question for y'all on what your funniest sports moment from a coach is. For me being from New York, it's when Bobby Valentine, Mets manager got thrown out of the game and came
2: back with a fake mustache and glasses. <laughs> Let me know. What? Oh, that's an epic never, one. I never saw that. That's amazing. This isn't my pick, but Mike McDaniel has been growing on me <laughs> the last uh, little bit. He's just so odd, but I'm into it now. He's, he cracks me up. But uh, I got to go with an all-time NBA hilarious moment when the New York Knicks in Miami got into the huge fight and the legend... Oh. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Van Gundy. I forget whose leg he grabbed onto, but he he got into the the brawl, and he ended up like holding on to someone's leg. I think it was one of the centers in the game. I can't remember, maybe Patrick Ewing or. Anyways, he's just like getting whipped around on the ground at the bottom of all these NBA players going at it. And it was just like, I've heard him talk about it since. He's like, I lost my mind. Like, I didn't know what the hell I was thinking. Like, why, how the hell did I end up down there? But there's footage of it. If you haven't seen it, Google Jeff Van Gundy uh, NBA brawl. I'm sure it'll come up.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a classic one, man, and it's so funny because in all the videos, you can see him clear his day at the bottom. Looks like an absolute child hanging onto his dad's leg or something. <laughs> For me, one of my favorite coaches of all time is John Tortorella in the NHL, known to be an absolute lunatic, always getting into it with the media, getting into it with his own players, never shies away from calling anybody out. But there's an infamous reporter Named Brooksy, who covers the New York Rangers, and they've got into it a whole slew of times. And one time, Torts told Brooksy that he was probably beat up a lot as a kid, and the back and forth was just, just unreal. Anybody who uh, doesn't know Tortorella, give him a quick Google search, man. If this guy was hired by your pro sports team, you'd be, you'd be in a bad mood. That's for sure. <laughs> all right y'all that's gonna wrap up the post office for this week get your emails and voice notes into the bunt live at gmail.com this is the rundown the skateboard world source for sports what a week it was in the nfl a lot to unpack it was just a few weeks ago that if you had have told me the 49ers would be on this losing streak i would have said boy you crazy
2: but the real brock purdy has finally shown up it's crazy the stretch he was on like it just rooting i'm not a fan of the 49ers so like rooting against them in certain games like so obviously you don't care about the outcome of every game but certain times they play a team i like they're so annoying to root against. Like, he just yep. seemed to always make the throw. Like, defensively, they're just swarming. It just seemed like an unstoppable force. But all the juggernauts have been taking weird L's lately. And it's nice to know that the 49ers can get got as well. And yeah, I imagine Sam Darnold rumbling start. Like, he's been looking. Hella oh dusty. My I don't think God. that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. At least. Not yet, we'll see if this continues. But it's uh, there's a reason he was picked where he was picked in it. We're starting to see it a little bit.
0: The last of the last, man. And speaking of fallen giants,
2: the Chiefs lose to who? The Broncos, Fucking Denver Broncos. They ruined my like seven game parlay, dog. What I was like, that was the one I thought was in the bag. I think I bet like the Nuggets to win the other day, the Celtics to win. And then five football games, I think, Philly, uh, Ravens. Can't remember. A couple others. And then I never thought the Chiefs would let me down. But if you you had too many fucking money lines on your parlay, you're bound to get burned because the NFL is just too wild, man. There's always upsets, and it's always who you least expect. This
0: is why we love the NFL. This is one of those games where... As it keeps going on and on, and you're like, nah, they're gonna, they're gonna start yeah. heating up eventually. Like, yeah, slow start, but whatever, they'll get him in the second half.
2: Dude,
0: Damn, this is gonna be a crazy fourth quarter comeback, and it yeah. just never got going for Mahomes.
2: Man, is this the worst Chiefs team he's been a part of? Offensively, yes. I think their defense is better than it's been in years past, but it's, it's just crazy. How much they're putting on his shoulders. Like, get the man a fucking receiver already. Like, I but the trade deadline's like tomorrow, I think. How is it not like an urgent thing for them? Ever. Ever. Well, cool. because they won last year and he had fucking jack shit to throw to other than Kelsey too. So he makes it seem like like it's possible, but they got McCall Hardman back, but that fucking Great. backfired yesterday. That's terrible. <laughs> All those like- fumble. Like or the punt returns and shit Like Yeah Go get D-Hop Although I don't know If the day He ain't leaving now Go now Go Holy. get fucking Anyone with a pulse man Fuck It is It's funny in fantasy Every year Every year in fantasy People are trying to guess Which Chiefs receiver Like since Tyreek left Last couple of years Even when Tyreek was there It was like Yeah maybe Who's the second So and so will be The second It's like Nah, like McCole Hardman was getting drafted Two three years ago A lot Then fucking Sky Moore Kadarius Tony, Like it's all bunts man Get the man some help Kadarius Tony is He's a wash man
0: That ain't working with him bro But it's just insane that like It's like Aaron Rodgers round two You know It's like Devontae mm. left But like Just get him someone And things will be easier Like, if you just get Patrick Mahomes a wide receiver, things are going to be easier, man. Games are going to come to you a little bit easier. You've got everything else. You just don't have a reliable receiver, man. It's not rocket science. There's a lot of shitty teams out there with good players. I'm sure if you went to the Buccaneers, you might be able to pry a wide receiver away. Like,
2: these things can happen. Yeah, fuck. Imagine Chris Godwin with fucking Mahomes literally anybody 120 yards a week that's what I'm saying well speaking of Aaron
0: Rodgers the miraculous recovery from his Achilles injury continues he was throwing the football yet again he was like almost legit warming up no cast nothing I mean he's a hippie man you know hippies have special powers yeah and the Jets win Zach Wilson kind of keeping their head above water doing the thing I could really see him coming back end of the year maybe throw, makes a couple plays in week 17 and then what starts in the playoffs if they're there
2: dude that that can't be real that would be fucked I guess that's what Cam Akers did right that's but, the goal and you don't you probably he probably wouldn't need his Achilles as much as Cam Akers play to play no no <laughs> Fuck. Speaking of Achilles, Captain Kirk, a sad oh. day, man. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I know people don't really care about my fantasy team, but I started 2-0. and What do you mean don't, don't really care? Of course they don't well, care. It's a, the they most don't care at all. Thing. But I, I just want to... I'm sure there's like three people out there that are like, yeah, yeah, tell me more. I'm bored in the car. <laughs> I play fantasy football. <laughs> all right, break but it down. Started the year 2-0. and was just shitting on teams most points for feeling nice and i had kirk cousins and jordan love which after two weeks were qb one and two i thought i had the worst qbs on draft day after two weeks (laughs) yeah i was like oh shit jordan loves ready captain kirk doing his things addison fucking jefferson hawkinson like maybe i'm not so bad and then back that up with a five-week losing streak and i'm like (laughs) if i lose this week going against the number one team in the league I'm like, if I lose this week, then I'm selling for picks next year. And then your boy goes off. You know what I'm saying? Just fucking reassert that dominance. Shit on Wheelie D. You know what I'm saying? And and then Kirk Cousins tears his Achilles. So it was like so bittersweet. Because five weeks of losing in a row is just too much. I'm like, yeah, we got that. Oh, my season's over, even though I won. So definitely a bummer but in back to real life uh it kind of sucks that they even won because at this point it's like yo you just want to tank like yeah cousins is on a one-year deal they they gotta go get try and get like a caleb williams just fucking go straight tank mode their backup looks like he's pure dust and then they've got nick mullins on ir so they'll probably switch to him at some point but holy shit it's just a bummer because they were actually kind of starting to get a little they feisty, turned it you know? around Beating they turned the it right around like, yeah like fuck man such a bummer and you know i've been a captain kirk guy since my first year watching football for since whatever the beginning reason. of time and then people started jumping on the kirk bandwagon after oh, the netflix series that's me Men's right like there you <laughs>
0: I'm, i was all in on that a man of family and a man of faith
2: you can trust that man in the locker room. <laughs> yeah, love me sub Captain Kirk, even though he's giving me more headaches than probably anyone, just cause I always go back to him. You're so and linked to him, man. He never his problem is he never does what you expect him to do. Like when there's like a beautiful matchup coming up, you're like, Alright, Kirk, like let's go three touchdowns and three hundred yards, and then he like fucking shits the bed and then you bench him when he goes against the 49ers in Monday night primetime football where he's supposed to suck against that defense and he fucking lights them up Like, anyways Kirk get well soon I hope you're back 100% next season
0: you will definitely be missed the Minnesota Vikings that's the wrap for their season they're done they did their best to hold on without Jefferson but now without Kirk, it's officially a wrap. We've seen the Giants fall. No undefeated teams. Give me your Stevens A-list top five power rankings in the NFL
2: off the top of your head. Holy let's hear shit, it, man. Bro. All right, let me <clears throat> at least bring up the standings. Bring Fox up the Six. standings real quick.
0: All right. I and mean, before you get into it, One team that is rocketing up the standings right now, the Cincinnati Bengals.
2: Yeah, they're going to be in my top five. All right. You want a top five? Oh, shit. There's some teams I'm forgetting about out here. Let's fucking do it. All right. At number one. Wait. uh, No, I start from five, right? Start from five. Yep. (laughs) Detroit Lions get booted out of the five with that L last week to the Ravens. So let's do it like this. Hold on. Holy shit. It's crazy looking at the standings. The Bills and 49ers are like 9th, 10th in overall standings now. All right. At number five, I'm going to go with... Holy shit, man. (laughs) This is really hard. Let me me just go with... (laughs) The... San Francisco 49ers at right, number five. I have a little more faith in them than the Cowboys and Bills overall, even though they look like ass. Like Debo's been out. Mm-hmm. So I think they've had some defensive players out. So 49ers holding it down. And like Stephen A. says, the list is fluid. Um, <laughs> at four. <laughs> at four, I'm gonna go with. The Baltimore Ravens. Okay, they turned it on. There we go. They they took care of business yesterday and they spanked the Lions last week, and uh, they always seem to like they've got two losses in two games they should have won. Like Uh they they could easily, especially that Steelers game. Holy shit! They should be seven and one if not eight and zero. I like the Ravens there. Yeah, at three it starts to get a little harder. Uh I'm gonna go fuck I wanna say the Chiefs, but losing to the I'm gonna penalize them for rooting my two of my parlays and having no receivers. I'm going with the Chiefs at number three. Okay. You know what I'm saying? In Mahomes we trust. Uh get him a receiver for fuck's sakes. And then at number two, I'm going with the Miami Dolphins. You know what I'm okay. saying? They handle the dusty ass Patriots at home, but they've gotten absolutely spanked. A couple times this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that that Can't forget that Bills game. You know what I'm saying? Coming off a 70-point outburst. Just going and getting your ass beat down by the Bills. So, number yep. two. And then at number one, I think you know where I'm going. It's the Pittsburgh... S- just kidding. Yeah. The Philadelphia Eagles. Just down the street a bit. <laughs> yeah, The Eagles doing their thing. Uh... I was a little shook yesterday when they were down 14 to three to your boy Sam Howell, but they figured it out. AJ Brown is on another level right now, and uh, yeah, Hurts doing Hurts things, man.
0: Okay, so you just told me you were putting the Cincinnati Bengals in the top five.
2: Ultimately, oh,
0: <laughs> leave them off the top I five. That. I thought they were gonna slide in there at the two spot, but you gave it to the Miami Dolphins, who, yeah. Just something untrustworthy about the Dolphins right now, but a couple other noticeable absentees from the list. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who have won five straight, probably got the hottest running back in the game, not named Christian McCaffrey.
2: Okay, what's your top five then? Are you gonna And be then the like Cowboys the- and the
0: Bills aren't in there yeah. either, man. What yo, is
2: this? Yo, yo, what? okay,
0: what's your... The t- Dolphins really and the, right nin- now, the Niners man. just lost three straight with some of the worst quarterback play I've ever seen.
2: And yeah, Josh Allen ain't get a sniff of this list. Come around when I'm thinking when the playoffs come around. Actually, yeah, fuck. Maybe for the last 20 years the playoffs been the coming around for the Niners and they ain't done
0: shit. All right, let's hear your fucking list then. All right, number five, the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, who I think is the best player in the game when he's hot, Josh Allen. He's got his <laughs> touchdown machine and Gabe Davis. You got Diggs taking all the attention. They're going to go out there and get themselves a Derrick Henry or Saquon Barkley at the deadline. Push them over the top. Buffalo Bills at five. Detroit Lions at four. High what? octane offense. Gibbs, he's ready. Montgomery, hopefully comes back and gets healthy. Goff, you know what you get with Goff. The Jacksonville Jaguars, the prince who was promised at number wow. three. It's Some playoff games are running through Duval. ball and calvin ridley's just saving his legs and then like you said in mahomes we trust i'll give it to the kansas city chiefs at two and the eagles at one the best team in the league right now man that's it's just that easy wow so you're you're leaving off the ravens i'm leaving the ravens off man they've been doing this same song and dance for years now i need to see more it's just untrustworthy to me man you left off the cowboys I left the Cowboys off because we know what they do When going gets tough too It's a Jekyll and Hyde show down there in Dallas And I'm all for delusional fan bases I'm all (laughs) for the delusional fan bases But they can't be trusted But C.D. Lamb If he can start becoming that uh, Target hog that he looked like There in week 8 or whatever week we just passed They could be up to something Pollard, I don't know what's up with Pollard man He's falling asleep or something and Cincinnati Bengals will be the next one to step into that top five. They're coming. They're coming. Joe Smooth looking like the second best quarterback in the league.
2: Um, It's Woo! really tough to make a that top was five list right now. I ain't that was gonna lie. Fun, There's like man. 10 teams that could arguably be in there. Yep. There are. Man, imagine... Just imagine that Deshaun
0: Watson actually played like Deshaun Watson. Holy shit. I was with just going to say that. With that defense, it don't matter who's the running back down there, man. They
2: don't need ch- – They fucking – Whoever's playing is getting their job if done. If he was Houston, Deshaun Watson, they might be oh. the best team And then
0: No, they would be. But the, the problem with when your defense has to hold you in every fucking game is that they get tired of it. It's yeah, really hard to just be the best on defense all the time. It's exhausting when you get fucking 12 points, man. Not that I know from personal experience, from, from my couch.
2: That's what it's <laughs> like, you know? They just, their will gets broken. Oh, for sure. I feel for them, and They lost that game late yesterday. I thought mm-hmm. they... I mean, I wasn't even watching. I was just following the scores, but I was like, oh, shit. I thought they were going to kick a field goal and win that shit, but... Um, Come on Browns Get it together
0: Before We wrap this up Who is the most
2: Disappointing NFL team This season Let me scroll down A little bit Panthers Right where we thought They'd be Cardinals Same shit The Patriots I'm not even gonna say I'm disappointed Because I didn't expect Shit from them There's like Patriots fans Trying to like They did this to themselves Sticking with it Yeah exactly The Bears, pretty disappointing, but fuck. Man, they, this was the year they were supposed to take that next step. But did you really believe it? I didn't really think much of them.
0: After the way fields finished and then they go out and get yeah but they, Moore.
2: They lost like a million games. Like he went crazy for fantasy, but let's not forget that those were literally all L's. Didn't they win their, lose their last like eight games straight or something last year? Did, didn't they end up with like the first pick or whatever and traded it away? Is that what happened last year? I think something, something, yeah. something like that. They, All right, the so Giants, big one. huge disappointment. Green Bay. Let me go with the Giants just because, like, they actually killed it last year. A lot of it people were saying was schedule, blah, blah, blah. But they're like, yeah, okay, another year. Like, this was supposed to be their year. Last year it was like, oh, they're ahead of schedule. But now they're 2-6, and six and it looks like they're going nowhere fast. I think they just traded um, – one of their yeah, Leonard Williams players, mm-hmm. It's a wrap. Let's go with the Giants,
0: it is definitely a wrap for the Giants. I have to like one of those off season hype trains that I never buy into because they run fucking rampant in the NFL. People, those NFL reporters could literally convince you of anything in the goddamn offseason, man. <laughs> the way they are. But yeah, for me, Chicago Bears with a slight sprinkling of the Denver Broncos when he got Sean Payton talking all that fucking trash. I know they beat the oh Chiefs this week, but they're still ass. Sean Payton, you need to clean
2: house and really take over. Uh, that's the one for me. 100%. Can't argue that at all. Even though they just beat the Chiefs. Yeah, that was a fluke.
0: It's because Taylor Swift wasn't there, right? Any last words?
2: Pick it, man. <laughs> it's your fucking last Fucking killing me, dog. <laughs> it's got a concussion. You're fucking killing me.
0: What are you Let's gonna do? Let's get it together. The- Back to your fantasy team for one second. Absolutely stacked lineup elsewhere. You got all sorts of fucking running backs. You're good at wide receiver. Just so the people know, without Captain Kirk in a super flex league, he's now rolling with Kenny Pickett
2: and Jordan Love. What will you do if Pickett sits, man? You going to hit the trade market? What do you mean? I got, don't forget the new captain of my team, Gardner Minshew, dog. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, he's is he locked in to just be the starter rest of the year
2: now? Yeah, Anthony Richardson's out for the year.
0: I saw. He, so, I didn't watch much of that
2: game, but he was hobbling around for a little bit. I'm going... I didn't see anything yesterday. Actually, that's why. <laughs> lie. I actually... I at know you're peaking at work, man. May or may not have watched an hour of Red Zone at lunch and then another hour on my phone on set. Shh. Um, Jesus. Uh, I'm going uh, Minshew and Jordan Love this week because I don't think Pickett's gonna play and if he does play thursday i'm not trusting him quick turnaround too yeah all right be afraid who are you playing pat coming in hot with a winnable game and that's a winnable game fucking love god damn it this league is so tight
0: and worth so much money that people are just scrounging they're desperate right now man just know People are talking in the streets in that league. Nobody's
2: giving up. But I'm the Same. team to beat. I might I might give up and just go all in for next year. What the fuck am I gonna do without Captain Kirk, man? Are you kidding me? No, it's tough, but you just don't want to pay all that extra money. Uh I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, obviously I don't want to, but like You're I could still not from the I could jam, still right? not come in last place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck God damn Don't let (sighs) me laugh Actually make me laugh When I'm thinking About my fantasy team It's a fucking joke
0: Next week We gotta talk Some basketball man We just letting it Heat up a little bit Over there on the In the NBA We're gonna get back To some NBA talk But anyways We'll catch y'all Next week Peace